the wait is over. That's right. Season five of The Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. From the offices of Create and Cultivate, I'm Jacqueline Johnson, the host of Work Party a podcast for ambitious women looking to create and cultivate the career of their dreams. Work Party is paving the way for a new generation of women, women who are redefining the meaning of work on their own terms. Every Wednesday, we bring in leading female powerhouses for real talk and BS-free advice on building your business. You'll hear from female founders, CEOs, entrepreneurs, creatives, and so many other badass ladies. Are you ready to create and cultivate the career of your dreams? Then tune into Work Party, the podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the show and never miss an episode. Hey, bestie, it's Cami Crawford. Relationships are hard, and that's why I'm here. Think of me as your big sister slash audible BFF that you can always trust to give you the real tea. This is my show, Relationship, the advice podcast that covers all relationship topics, the good, the bad, and the straight up shitty. Need advice? Send your story to hello at relationshippod.com or DM me at relationship on IG and tune in every Friday for new episodes. Be sure to follow us and subscribe so you don't miss all the hot goss. And if you're loving the show, please leave us a review. Talk soon, bestie. Hello, hello. We are back. Welcome back for another episode of Relationship. Today we are talking about one of the shittiest parts about relationships, but also one of the most freeing. We're talking about moving on. And today we are joined by one of my favorite people that I just met for the first time when we recorded this episode, Bree Springs from season 25 of The Bachelor. She is somebody that I could literally talk to all day, and you're going to get that vibe when you listen to this. But, you know, as someone who had a breakup on national television and now has moved on and will share a little bit about what her dating life is like now, so excited about that. She knows what it's like to have to move on and have to move on on camera, which is even crazier. I can't wait to get into her backstory. You guys are going to hear it all. I don't want to give too much away. But if you are thinking about ending a relationship, or if you are in the process right now of moving on, just know we got you. Keep listening. Hopefully you're going to leave this episode feeling even more empowered than before. But if you're waiting to do that whole breakup thing, yeah, what are you waiting for? You got about mm, 45 minutes to an hour to figure it out by the end of this episode. uh, And then I'm going to need you to cut that off. Okay, so let's just get into it. Welcome back to Relationship. Today is a very special day because finally I have been 
united. I want to say reunited because I feel like we know each other, but this is our first time meeting. Bree Springs, my queen. I literally worshipped you. She's obviously, you know, season 25 of The Bachelor. The only choice. I'm sorry. I, you know I'm going to say it. I've been saying it. The there only, we go. The, oh, the one who deserved the final rose. You got my final rose. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. I w- that's a really good intro because Great. why does it feel like <laughs> I know you? That was, know. You took the words out of my mouth. Yes, because we talk all the time on social media and I was standing you. Did you think I was creepy? Like, were you like, this bitch is weird? No, but it was the first, it was the first time for me that there were actually people, like real people, like cool people watching the show. <laughs> yes. And, and like messaging like, you weird things. Why is she things? watching this show? <laughs> Girl, first of all, I, I was never. watch the show. Like I that. didn't really watch the show until Hannah Brown's season. Okay. That was my first time seeing it. Okay. So. so never saw that season. It, I, But it honestly, that makes sense to me because uh-huh. you were so authentic and mm-hmm. that's why I fucked with you. Okay. From the yep. beginning. Because I have to imagine, especially after being out of it and watching people funnel into it. Yeah. There are people that go on that like know what they're walking into. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. There's no way. People definitely go in with like ulterior motives. They have to. You have to. I mean, you have to. Yeah. You have to because there's like, I did the math one time when I was there and it's like 0.72% chance that you actually make it to the end. Really? In the beginning. Yeah. (gasps) What Mm -hmm. made you want to go on The Bachelor? The Bachelor. (laughs) <laughs> the bachelor himself. <laughs> Period. Okay, I fucking love that answer. I know. So I I feel kind of like a kid. Like I get so mad at myself these days because I, I feel like I went on and I've been warned by so many people to say, do not say this out loud. But I went on because I thought I was going to find love. But why wouldn't you say that? Like, why would you not want to say it that? It sounds so naive. Like, it sounds like what? Fucking rock has Brie been living under. <laughs> She's going on The Bachelor. Yeah. ABC is The Bachelor to find love. <laughs> yeah. Well, because for someone who doesn't like if you never watch the show, you're like, oh, this is what people do. Like that. That's a, what a normal person would do. I think I was like, it's, I was like, this is not what people do, but this is my only opportunity that I'm going to get to meet him. So I have to do it on, on a show. Yeah. Like, why not? Naturally. Naturally. What's your not? sign? Sag. <laughs> of you course, that? of course, no. But that's but hilarious because, like, but obviously, like, fire sign, like, Sagittarius are very confident people. Yeah. So you're like, of course, I'm going to go on the show and meet the Bachelor and win, and right. we're going to be together forever. We're going to be in love. Literally, how I that's how I thought it was going to happen. Oh Everyone's like, God. are you sure about this? Are you sure about this? Like, you don't even know. Like, what if you don't win? What if you get sent home night one? And I was like. That's not going to happen. Yeah. No. That's what I said the entire time watching it. And then when you did get sent home, I was like, what the fuck? I stopped watching. I think I, I watched it, but with anger in my heart. <laughs> and I honestly haven't watched since. Oh. Oh. Actually, mm, I haven't either. I mean, I've been watching Paradise because. I haven't. That's good. Because I realized you weren't going to be on it. <laughs> Why didn't you want to go on Paradise? I know. I said this recently, but it was because there was no there was no one to go on for. Yeah. If I was going to, to go back on a show, mm-hmm. I would have had to have got like somebody good had to have been going on yeah. that beach. And I don't think that they're from what I knew of the people who were whispering about going on. I was like, there's I'm not I'm not going to like anyone here. But it's the fact that like that 
idea is frowned upon versus the people who go on and they're like, well, I want the followers and I want a Boohoo collab and I yeah. want a fucking <laughs> Tesla for free. Like those people should be the ones that were they saying boo, boo, boo. On. Yeah. Well, this <laughs> so this season was interesting, too, because they kind of really made an example out of the people that are going on for those ulterior motives. Right. Like they're like kind of like just hanging them out to dry in Bachelor yeah. World, Bachelor Nation over there. Because, I heard that. Yeah. They're just. I think the show has to, I think they're finally like catching on that, you know, love is not, people are not really coming on the show to find love because it's such a slim chance. I'm sorry it took them this long <laughs> to realize what we've all seen. It's like, I love watching dating reality shows. Like I, I watch Love Island, like I watch all those shows. But I actually fuck with the UK version more than the US oh. one. Oh. Because... For me, I feel like the UK people genuinely are going on to meet people and date. And like the and US one is different. The, did you watch this last season of Love Island? US? Yeah. No. It was so hard to watch. Because they're calculated. They're calculated, but also they're so not direct. Like they're so mm. indirect that they're just like, they're like, well, I think he likes me. And he like handed her a tissue or something like oh, that. Oh, no. It was, I was like, there was a no. stark contrast between UK Love Island and US Love Island. By the end, I ended up liking it because I think the characters just needed time to develop. And I ended up loving a lot of the characters. But yeah, UK Love Island is just... They don't hold anything back. They don't hold anything back. They're sassy. They're yeah. witty. They're oh, they're so funny. I yeah. love them. And they're like, if I want to take you into the fucking fantasy suite, <laughs> whatever. What do they call it? What do they call it? They're like, the hideaway. If I want to take you into the hideaway... Yes. I'm going to take you into the highway. Like, it doesn't matter. You don't they have don't to, like, care. pussyfoot around the bush. They, yes. They don't care. I love Love Island. It, the yeah. show is savage, though. Oh, yeah. Just, Did you watch Married at First Sight? No. But I heard it but was you've really heard, good. Right. So, But you know the concept yes. of it. I feel like I could get married at first sight. Really? Yeah. Why I do really you say that? Because I just feel like, and I've asked my boyfriend this. I'm like, would you have married me at first sight? Because I would have married you. And he's like, <laughs> fuck no, I wouldn't marry you at first sight. Are you crazy? I wouldn't Why even would know who that? you are. I'm like, but you should like be able to feel my energy and, and know that I'm the one for you. Kimmy, I'm dead. I feel who like I could that? do I feel like I could do that. So like even when people watch The Bachelor or That's The Bachelorette, they're like, how are people falling for these people so quickly? Right. Like, yeah. did you ever have a moment where you were like, because did you feel like you were falling for Matt? Yeah, I think I think by design, you're you're kind of meant to fall in love, especially yeah. if you have a chemistry with someone, you're you're attracted to them. Mm -hmm. They check the boxes off the bat, you know? And I think that, you know, Matt was that guy for me. Like he checked all the boxes. Mm -hmm. We had the instant attraction. You we came for him. I came for him. Yeah. And it was easy. Yeah. It was just because at the end of the day, you do have to remember too, like you're also on a show. And so despite like the cameras being in your face and the lights, it's like, I didn't even know. Like, yeah. I didn't even know that they were there, truthfully. That's so wild. It was weird. So even that was kind of like an indication to me, like, okay, this is like, you do really like this person. But yeah, it was a, it was definitely an odd experience, though. Because I'm sure you have to have a moment where you're like, what the fuck am I well, doing? And, that's, <laughs> and I think I talked about this with Nick, too, is like, you fall in love on the show. Right. But then you get out you process things, you experience it, you watch it back, you get yeah. all the intel. There are other men around finally. Right. <laughs> there are other men around. They're coming out of the cracks. And then you realize that 
everything was so in the heat of the moment Mm -hmm. and everything was real in that moment in time. Had I been taken, removed out of that situation and there were other external factors at play because all of this is happening and you're falling in love in a vacuum. Yeah. Maybe I wouldn't have fallen in love. That's why I think I could get married at first sight because all of that excitement, it's like, this is the person for me. It's there. Do you feel this way? I'm very much like a, okay, an instant energy, Mm -hmm. instant attraction Mm -hmm. doesn't happen with, well, happens with a lot of people. <laughs> Sagittarius. <laughs> but you feel instant instant chemistry, instant connection. And then in my mind, I'm always like, well, then you just work through things in the end. Mm. Like, or you get there and you work through things afterwards. Mm-hmm. Like nothing is like super permanent for me either. So I was just like, if it doesn't work, it doesn't. Like if we were going to get engaged, we were going to get engaged and that was it. We're going yeah. to work through it. Hopefully it works. Maybe it doesn't, whatever. But you know, What's meant to be. Will be. Yeah. So even that for me, like maybe I could get married at first sight because I'm like, well, if we get divorced, we get divorced. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to say. But also there's like science behind it. I'm like, this is my person. Is there? I'm, I'm, because there's like a team of doctors and psychologists and people that put together the okay. people that you end up marrying at first sight because they're like, well, obviously it's probably like production, but shit. I like to think that it's all scientific. Okay. And they okay. pick okay. the person that they feel is like best for you. And I'm such a ride or die person that yeah. if you tell me this is my person, that's my fucking person. And I'm going to literally kill for you. Like you're Dang. my person. Yes, I know. I'm crazy. So what are, what's your sign? Scorpio. Oh. <laughs> what do you have I mean, to say? <laughs> what do you want I actually to say? know nothing about Scorpios, but I've been hearing a lot of people talk. I mean, we're coming up on Scorpio season, but I've been hearing a lot of people talk about Scorpios and how crazy they are. We are crazy, <laughs> but I will tell you, no sign scares me more than a Sagittarius. Fair. <laughs> because y'all don't care. You guys will say whatever. And it doesn't matter. How you receive it is how you received it. But I, I put it out there. It's bad. I like it, though. But it also so scares direct. me. Like, that's what it's, it's hard to think about. Yeah, sometimes I'm just like, I have to say it just like this. I have to just get it off yeah. my chest. And that's, I don't really think through how the other person might receive. You know. It, or I try to. I, now. It, as long as you try, that's <laughs> all that matters. That's and do you mean Sagittarius is as in Sagittarius is who you're dating? Or do you mean no. Sagittarius is people who are in your life? In general. My youngest sisters are twins and they're Sagittarius and they're Ooh. 14 years old and they terrify me. They terrify me. I love them, but they terrify me. How so? I need an example. Oh my God. I'll walk into the room and they'll be like, that's the outfit you chose. <laughs> that looks horrible. You okay. should change immediately. Like, I'm oh. not like that, but do you want to know what everyone tells me is that you can read my expressions on my face. Mm-hmm. You can see everything I'm feeling yeah. on my face. Like I'm, my, my expressions are Give it away. Open book. Yeah. They say exactly what I'm feeling. So if you say something fucking crazy and I look at you fucking crazy, probably because you said something fucking yes. crazy. Yes. Yeah. But then if they were to ask you, did, did I just say something crazy? I'd be like, like <laughs> I don't know. Did you? <laughs> and did you? Do you feel like it was crazy? <laughs> oh my God. That's so funny. Okay. So after that experience was over, first of all, like we saw kind of how it all. I'm, you know, I'm trying to be nice because I know you're still part of the whole community and shit. But goddamn, I hated that shit so much. Girl, you know uh, What goes through your mind? Like, did it feel like heartbreak or did it feel like 
Well, for those of you who don't know, Matt James, who was The Bachelor season 25, made the biggest mistake of his fucking life and <laughs> eliminated Brie from the show. Where were you? You were like the top three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. Stupid. Anyways, enough <laughs> of that. How did you feel when that happened? And like, did you immediately shortly after that, like start rebounding or like meeting other people and trying to fill your time with other dating situations? Yeah, I I would think I was very, maybe heart, not heartbroken is the right word, but I was blindsided. I was mm-hmm. shocked. Like I was in pure state of shock. Like I was like, there's no way that this is happening. I yeah. saw myself at the end of this. I was going to be at the end of this. Which like, again, you like in that environment, it's so mentally taxing that like you will tell yourself anything. Yeah. And that's why I also try to like put it into perspective. Like whenever you're in like situations like that, it's like whenever they give you an inch, you just you take a mile. Yeah. Regardless, like you don't ask questions. You just take a mile. And it's like one word. He probably said, Brie, I like you. And I heard like, Brie, I love you. Yeah. I'm in love with you. I'm going to propose to you and you're the winner. That's literally what I heard in that situation. (laughs) And even if even if he didn't say that, I was like, Okay, well, he just he can't tell me that he loves me because you know he can't tell everyone that he loves them, but he's gonna tell me that he loves me in the end, and it's gonna be this whole huge thing, you know? Like it's really it sneaks it's sneaky like that. So whenever, you know, I got sent home, I think I just accepted it for what it is. I was like, I'm sad, you know. I'm 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 more sad because I lost. You yeah. Know? Like it was more I that at that point it was like a competition to me mm. I, like it really the competition had kicked in yeah so in my mind I was sad because I had lost yeah <laughs> and then afterwards <laughs> you're just kind of trying to process because you're like well was that a breakup was that a heartbreak am I really sad am I just sad that I lost am I sad that I don't won't get to talk to him again like you just mm. you don't even know what to think because you don't get to talk to them yeah like you get they send you home and then you might and I literally I remember saying I was like and I'll never talk to you again yeah that's true yeah like you don't talk to them ever again so you get home and you know you, you just you don't you don't know what to do so you're I'm kind of like trying to just pick up the pieces of the puzzle and you know I remember telling my family and my friends in the beginning I didn't want them to know that I was like broken up with so I was like I'm happy like I'm good mm. and I think I kept saying that because I was like mentally I've come to the place where it's like okay you didn't win like yeah it is what it is and you know I think I was happy for that like I was like, okay like you know I can close that book but I didn't have any interest in in dating or harping on it like I was I'm also very ugh, I always lose this word like it's logical is not the right word but I'm like even kill with my emotions like mm. I take everything for exactly what it is it's like it's not you close the book move on yeah and I was very much in that mentality like it's not me close the book move on like I'm not one to like sit there and be like okay I've got to like type this text to him I've got to I've got to like try to like win him back maybe if I just show him who I am on the outside I don't know yeah. if that really happens but for me I was like I'll never see this person again that's what's scary about Sagittarius is and that's what I've Mm-hmm. I like scares me about myself is like so many of my relationships I completely close the door I'm, I'm the like same way. I will never speak to you and you will probably never be in my life again yes which is scary which is weird because human connections and relationships are like weird in that way yeah but yeah I didn't have any interest in dating afterwards I went home I spent a lot of time with my family I was like bopping around with my friends and you know just everyone kind of like getting me through the breakup because it was 
weird. Mm. It was a weird thing afterwards. Like I was just talking to Kit and Kit was like, she immediately went to therapy afterwards. And like her therapist was like, you realize what you went through. No one has ever gone through that experience before. Like literally a a small amount of people, like the people you go on the show with, which is why you form, like forge these relationships with them because they're the only ones that know what you went through there. And she was like, it's not normal. Right. That's it, it's not normal to move through life that way. It's not normal to date that way. It's not normal to meet people. There's way. nothing normal. Well, God, I can't say that there's nothing normal about dating one man who's dating 20 other girls, but but there's really nothing fucking normal. No, it's not. Because like you could think that maybe they're talking to other people. Yeah. But you're not thinking they're talking to 25 other people. No. And you're not seeing it. Exactly. Because that would drive me insane not insane I would send myself home first night I'd be like I'm not doing this I can't do this. and there are people <laughs> like that there are people who get really jealous which is not a bad quality it just shows that you really care and you want someone's undivided attention like that's yeah. what shows you that that person cares about you but oh yeah and I wasn't a jealous person either so I didn't even have that like little nudge yeah either like, I also I, was, I never felt like you were thirsty for his attention either because I felt I because genuinely you were like I have his attention yeah He's mine. Girl, I, I'm telling you, I was cruising <laughs> through. I was like, yep. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. I was like, there's no. I was like, when are the wrenches coming? <laughs> oh, my God. And then here it came. And that was that. That was that wrench. Wow. Oh, I know. Yeah, I'm not built for that. But you want, I also wouldn't have. It would have been very interesting to go on dates with random people, I think. That I didn't do. Because mm. the first date. Maybe I kind of went on a date with a random person. Maybe. But it was a mutual friend. So it wasn't oh, that okay. random. But yeah, even my second date with, or my first date with my boyfriend, with my now boyfriend, we had knew we knew each other before. Ding, 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 <laughs> ding. She has a boyfriend. First of all, I, I don't, I never want anyone to think that they have to come on this podcast and like spill their tea. But obviously when you posted that picture, you were like, I was like, this bitch has a man. But she's not saying it explicitly, but that was the perfect photo. I loved it. I loved it. It was just the right amount of mystery. My bachelor group chats were going off about it. Are you serious? Oh my God, yeah, because we love you. Obviously. You were the only option. You were the only pick. And I'm not saying that like, uh, well, obviously it was, no, but like, obviously it was you. Oh Ugh. my goodness. Oh my God. Okay, so tell us about your boyfriend. boyfriend. I have a boyfriend. Yeah, we're still trying to keep things incognito. I think it's, it's also just because what we have is, well, prior to the show, I had always been very private. Like I mm. don't really share much online. I never was on Instagram. I always, always told people like, you know, you know, my closest friends know what's going on in my life. Yeah. That's that. Yeah. That's probably like three to five people, family and friends. And so now I'm in a position where I'm like, I have like the power to share and to connect with people and be able to influence people. But I still do try to draw a line between how much I share of my personal life, especially when something is so healthy and so good, having other perspectives and opinions. It's like getting your friends involved in like your messy relationships, Mm -hmm. right? Like it's like if you have like this one toxic relationship and you tell your friend, he canceled on me again. Mm -hmm. He didn't show up again. He did this and that your friends start to like take on those feelings as well. And yeah. they're like, well, hold up. Yeah. And they don't like, and they end up, you know, harboring these feelings against your significant other and they don't like them. Right. So then it gets hard and it gets messy. That's kind of how I feel with like relationships 
public facing this way. Yeah. And well, because you've seen it before. Yes. And you've experienced it before. Yes. So that even and that. I still see it before. Or I still see it now, too. It's like, I don't even know. Like, oh, whenever I whenever I invited Greg from The Bachelor yeah. to dinner and everything just like exploded, took off yeah. headlines. Yeah. What, they're together. Whatever. Whatever. They're together. I was like, oh. Yeah. Huh. I saw that too. What? Yeah. And if that was, if that were me and my relationship, like if that was my actual relationship, even that I wouldn't know mm-hmm. how to handle it. Like mm-hmm. it just adds an extra added layer of unnecessary mess yeah. to relationships that it's like, you don't want to deal with it. Like imagine that was, that was my boyfriend and I were like, we get into an argument about a tabloid. Right. Right. What For what reason? For that why? That doesn't, it's not even a real story. Exactly. I get it 1000% because even when I don't post my boyfriend, we've been together for almost five years. I don't have to post this motherfucker every day. <laughs> like we've been together for a long ass time. But if I don't post him for like a month, I'll get DMs yeah. like, are you and G still okay? You guys are my favorite couple. I'm like, first of all, y'all don't know nothing about us. <laughs> we could be the most dysfunctional pair. And we often are that you've ever seen. Yeah. But like, people idolize these relationships. Yeah. Especially when they see them on social media, when they see them on TV, you automatically think that they have the perfect relationship because they're so open and public about it. Right. When really you have the same issues as everybody else. Same issues as everybody else. And it just puts an added pressure on your relationship. Like if I had a relationship that was so public, like and everyone was like, I love him. I love him. I love him. Mm-hmm. And what if one day I wake up and stop loving him? Yeah. Then what? You got to post about that too. Like, <laughs> I'm like that. If a couple that I love breaks up, like Miguel and Nas. Oh, that took me by surprise. That shook me to my core. I was very upset about that. Oh, I was I like, was, I have not seen. Screenshot that and send it to my boyfriend. I was like, <gasps> they need to give us an explanation because I need closure. <laughs> and that's how people feel. That's how people feel yes. when you break up yes. or like you're you show up. Honestly, what I like to do, because I don't really delete old photos, but like I'll just pop up with a new man. Okay. And I don't want you to ask me questions about that. He's in, the other one's out. Don't talk to me about That's it. That's it. There's that. <laughs> the best is That's the best. That on that. But obviously when people follow you, like they want to be involved. They want to be involved a hundred percent. Yeah. And so, so I know everyone's is... so happy for you. That's this the the response has been very positive. Yeah. Very supportive. Everyone's like, we're just happy you're happy. And What's funny is like, I definitely think I get a glow whenever we're together. Like people can tell when we're together because right now we're doing long distance, but you know, everyone can just, they can tell, they know. So I think that's sufficient for people. I think they're like, Bree's happy. Bree looks healthy. Bree's glowing. That's all we need to know. Right. And that's how I, and that's how I leave it. But truthfully, we just, we both just have so much going on in our separate lives. I guess one of the reasons that I love this relationship right now too is like we can both operate very independently and then mm-hmm. count whenever we're together it's like that's what our priority and our focus is on but separate of that we have so many things going on that we just it makes sense to keep those things separate and so yeah that's what that's what we're doing and it's it's working and it's extremely healthy like yeah and it's extremely like mutual and reciprocated I don't feel like there's any imbalance between us because I'm always like or I've always thought like I want to be in a relationship where someone pulls their weight. And I never mm. felt that way in any of my past relationships. Like I was always like, I just wanted to be with someone who met me equally on all levels, like socially, academically, intelligence, like extracurriculars, everything. Right. And I never found that. But 
now I'm I've found it all. I love I got that. it all. Oh, I have so many questions, but I feel like <laughs> obviously, you know, the whole point of this is for us to be able to answer other people's questions that they have. And I feel like we'll learn more about you and like how you moved on and your process through helping others. Love it. I love that. <laughs> I love so that. let's see. I'm going to start with some voicemails. There were so many. Really? So many. <gasps> oh my God. This morning alone, Wait, I think I saw exciting. like 10 more come in because <gasps> people just, there are so many fucked up situations and I honestly want to help every single person. Every person. Because you can. you got to start to develop healthy habits. Girl. It's true. Okay. I just left a relationship. It was only a year. He had three children. And it was a very intense relationship. And it was all positive until I got hospitalized. I have a chronic illness. I got hospitalized in April and he went off and cheated on me because he needed comfort. And he ended up going to prison. (laughs) Stupid. Don't do that. And I cut him off. But like, how do I date again? I'm 27 years old and I've got chronic illnesses and mental health illnesses and my legs don't work half the time and like how do I put myself out there again and trust people and be able to open up you know and be able to trust someone like that again because what if I have to go to the hospital again I will I will guaranteed and the guy or girl can't handle it and then I'm just in the same position again I've only had bad relationships, so it's just horrifying starting over again, especially at my age. I know 27 isn't that old, but it is. But yeah, how do I um get back up? Well, the first thing you need to do is realize that you are a young hottie. 27 years young, bitch. 27 <laughs> years young. So young. Are you kidding me? See, I'm the one where I'm always like, I'm getting so old, I'm getting so old. But whenever I hear 27-year-olds, 28-year-olds, everyone, 30-year-olds being like, I'm so old, I'm like, no, you are not. Like, you're not allowed to say that. First of all, I found my first gray hair the other day. I'm about to turn 29. I beat you. It's very stressful. Beat you. (laughs) I found my first gray hair like two, three years ago. Mm -hmm. It's stressful. (laughs) And I get get that, like, as women, we have this clock in our minds that a lot of guys just don't have. Yeah, because they don't have to think about that. They can become billionaires at 55 and no one's going to blink an eye. Right. So we have different things on our minds. So I get like why you feel that way. And then everything else that you're going through, I'm sorry that you're even having to deal with all of the stress of hospitals and especially during a time like this, like Mm -hmm. that it can't be fun. But what do you think about the situation? First and foremost, I would have like I would have to say, does she give her name? No. Okay. In a situation like this, you have to be able to build a support network outside of a relationship that you can lean on, especially Mm. when it involves your mental health and it involves your physical health and well-being because you you cannot rely on another person who you've known for three months, for six months, for eight months, nine months, a year, two years to be that person for you forever. So that like to help you get through those stages those situations you know you really you need like family friends you need family you need friends and family people who are going to be there get have your back through thick and thin like those are the type of people that you have to surround yourself with and lean on and those 
these situations are hard for me because I'm very much that person where it's not a it should never be a burden. Mm-hmm. But you also have to be cognizant of the fact that if you're seeking out a relationship because you need someone to help you with, you know, your mental health issues or you're depressed and you're lonely and you want someone to be that person or that support system for you, that's a lot of pressure to put on not only that person, but on that relationship. Right. Yeah. And you can't build a healthy relationship whenever you're relying on someone for that kind of support. So that's why it's really important for her to find support in her outside sources other than a relationship yeah and in situations like that it's just it's someone that comes on that kind of like sweeps you off your feet Mm -hmm. and how you learn how to trust again well you start by trusting people you start by trusting people until they wrong you yeah and that's that's life honestly yes as much as it fucking sucks to hear and you're like how that's literally all you can do and Mm -hmm. also you know don't like negate the fact that you have intuition so you can meet someone and kind of gauge whether or not you know it just because you had one bad experience doesn't mean that every guy that you meet is a bad guy or every woman that you meet is a bad girl like you know it's it's not gonna be like that forever but I I first I also want to say that him cheating because you're dealing with health issues fuck him bye bye you are young. I need you to look <laughs> in the mirror and literally be like, I'm a young bad bitch. You are. If you she don't is. get your cute ass outside, girl, <laughs> stop playing. Get out there with your friends. Stop playing, okay? Because, like, no one goes into a relationship without baggage, whether right. it's emotional baggage, physical baggage. Exactly. Kids, whatever. He had three kids. <laughs> he had three kids. You came in with, you know, some chronic issues and he had to go find some comfort. Girl, bye. Huh? Tell them to have a nice life. Men really do be fumbling the bag Ugh. all the time. Every time. All the time. Every time. <laughs> so just like remind yourself that you're cute as fuck and you don't deserve garbage. Okay. Mm-hmm. So no, but not everybody's going to be like that. Right. So you got to have some, you got to have some faith. Be open. <laughs> okay. Let's see. Hey, so I was dating this guy who was seven years older than me, and he has a kid. We dated for almost two years. Me and his kid had a really, really good relationship. He actually told me one time on vacation that he liked me more than any of the other girls his dad had in his life because I always played with him and I never left him. Well, recently his dad has become a complete jerk, and he would not apologize for commenting on a girl's picture of her half naked that he has slept with before. Mm. I don't care if you comment on anybody's pictures, whose picture it is, what kind of picture it is, but I've told him several times that this one particular girl makes me feel a little uncomfortable. So it just hurt my feelings. And all he could apologize for was how I felt, not because he did something to hurt me. So now I'm dealing with this breakup and he is currently on vacation with another girl and we broke up last week. How do I deal with this? This is really traumatizing and now I no longer have his son in my life and he was totally my best friend. What do I do? Thanks. I'll tell you what you do. You find out what country he's in, (laughs) see what is illegal and call the police there and tell them that he has it on him Him and the bitch. No, I'm just kidding. Don't do that. (laughs) But (laughs) I'm gonna take that. I'm going to take that next You got to call the police. 
Oh, that's a hard one. Woof. Yeah, that's a hard one. And I also want you to know, I, you didn't say your name, but I want you to know um, that the eyes were rolling throughout the studio Mm-mm. for the, the liking of the Instagram picture of, of the girl he used to fuck with. What? Next. Uh. Next. Uh. <laughs> nope. Mm-mm. Nope. What? I'm happy that she broke up with him. They're done. Well, he, I think, I can't remember if she said that he cheated, but either way, he's in on vacation yeah. with another beef. Yeah. Yeah. He's trash. Yeah. So that's how you move on is you look at it for what it is. Trash. Mm-hmm. Human. Who said this? Waste. Said human waste. This, and they were, I don't know if it was on the show, like the Bachelor Bachelor in Paradise or something, but they were like human trash behavior. Yeah. That's human trash behavior. Yeah. Leave it outside and let it get picked up. Period. Let it carried off. Period. And whoever this girl is, she picked it up. She took it on vacation with her. That stinks. For that stinks. And here's the other thing I think we have to realize in these situations, because I'm sure you're sitting at home like, I can't believe he moved on this fast and he's on vacation, probably having the best time with this other girl. Mm. Think about all the shit that you went through and please understand that she's going to be dealing with the same exact thing. Correct. You're not passing off. This isn't like some like this is actual trash. This right. isn't like recyclables that's no. being turned into something for sustainability purposes. It's going to be repurposed as a diamond. It's no. still going to be garbage. Right. <laughs> and don't think you should tell her that. Maybe no, no, no. Just leave them, let her figure that out for herself. Let her figure that out for herself. But he's yeah. And even with the kid situation, like that's so hard. I've actually not, I guess I'm not in the point in my life where my friends are dating significant others with like any children or kids involved, but that's mm-hmm. tough. Like yeah. my mom always made it. So my mom dated all while I was growing up because my mom was full, like single. Yeah. I will say she rarely, rarely brought men around me mm. ever for that one reason. Yeah. For that sole reason, like kids are very impressionable. They love people that they can look up to. They love people they can play with. Like, yeah. It's that's tough on them to bring have people walk in and out of their lives. And so right. you should just know that, you know, hope for the best. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess in this situation too, like you have to remind yourself that, yeah, you had a really great connection with that yeah. child and that's beautiful. And honestly, I don't know who the child's mom is or the second parent in the situation, but like that's all you can hope for right. in like a step parent situation. But you weren't his step mom. Yep. And you're not the child's mother. Mm-hmm. You're not the child's parent. Right. So yes, you created a bond and that's what you were supposed to do. That's like a beautiful thing and good on you for even doing that. Because some people will be like, fuck you and your kid. I don't care. (laughs) Like, it's not my kid, so I don't care. But like you created a relationship and that was you doing what is natural and and, like out of the goodness of your heart. Right. right. And that shouldn't be something that you look down on yourself for doing because that was a beautiful thing to do. But now the relationship has moved and it's moved on. You now have to move on. And that child is going to grow up and they're going to meet more friends and they're going to have other people that come in and out of their lives. And you know what? The dad is probably going to run 50 bitches in and out of there. (laughs) That's what it sounds like. And the kid is going to be like, my dad's crazy. (laughs) Like, so you just, you wish them the best. You just pray for them. Mm -hmm. You, that's all you can do. Like, I, I feel like it's tough. I've never dated anyone with kids. Yeah. But I have friends who are dating people with kids. Yeah. At a certain age, girl, everybody got kids. So <laughs> you're just like, you got to just fucking get it. <laughs> <laughs> everybody got kids. You just have to everybody take what you can kids. get. If he's nice, 
okay, he got three kids. Oh, okay. Like, but I think that, you know, you do, you do the right thing. Yeah. And then when it's over, you got to do the right thing for yourself. You were doing the right thing for this man and for his child. And now it's time for you to do the right thing for you. Yes. It's always easier too whenever people, whenever the guy really fucks up, like when he really fumbles yeah. the bag. Because then I'm like, oh, well, <laughs> yeah. obviously they're not the one. Yes. Yeah. Keep it pushing. Keep it pushing. Okay. Oh, shit. Damn. We've been talking for a long time. Okay. Let's do one more. Hey, Cammy. So here's my situation. I am currently talking to a guy and he's awesome and he's amazing, but I find that I'm kind of still having that toxic behavior that I've learned from previous relationships. You know, like, for example, one of my exes, he was very verbally abusive. Uh, He would blow up at me over the littlest things and, like, just insult me the whole night. So it kind of got to the point now when things bother me, I don't want to talk about it. And I hold it in because I don't, I'm afraid of how the other person will react. So my question to you is how can I learn past these toxic behaviors and not have my new guys suffer for what old guys have done? That's a good one. A really good one. Mm-hmm. Shout out to you, girl. I know. Because honestly, to have that level of introspection, especially after you've dealt with a toxic, abusive situation, but to not look at it, just to to be able to even think for yourself and like that's all commendable because when you're in a situation where somebody's constantly tearing you down and making you feel like your emotions are invalid, Mm -hmm. it's easy to just shut down altogether and not try to find love or, you know, find yourself in a similar situation. Yes. But the fact that you can actually look at it and be like, I need to change this or I'm going to risk a good thing is good for you. 100%. Yeah. Good for you. So I guess like an overall question that I'm sure people have is like, how do I move on and not take my old baggage with me from my old relationship? Yeah. Do you have advice for that? I would like, I would say that (laughs) it's almost, almost impossible, right? Because... Mm -hmm we're, we're constantly growing. You know, I was in an, like one of my first serious relationships, like puppy love relationships was like extremely toxic, very similar situation where I was very aware that my toxic behaviors were coming out in that relationship. Mm. And then also that I brought with me in then my second relationship, but because, you know, the dynamic, the power dynamic in our relationship was so different. He never called me out on any, anything that I was doing. Like I were, I were thinking back on it. I was like, that was really annoying that I, you know, called him 50 times because he he wasn't at my house and mm. I couldn't get into my door and I was expecting him to leave what he was doing to come. Yeah. That was really, really shitty of me. That was really annoying. So I found myself in a relationship now where I'm still bringing a little bit of like, not necessarily toxicity, but some behavior that I is definitely immature mm. and is definitely like acting like I'm playing games when I'm really mm. not trying to be. But it's it's childish. I'm bringing a lot of my immaturities and childishness from my past relationships. And maybe because, you know, part of me is still a little bit immature and is still, still really childish. So I've found myself to be lucky in a relationship where my partner checks me on those mm-hmm. things. <laughs> you, let me tell you something. I, y'all know, I'm a powerful bitch, but I love to get checked. You got to check me. Oh, 
you, you have to check me because I will take me. something and run. You've got to check me. Because I've also been in relationships where I haven't been checked. And Ooh. looking back, I'm like, ooh. Yeah. Ew. I was like, I probably should not have been acting like that. Who was putting up with me? You got to tell me, because my boyfriend now, oh, no, no, no. He'll be like, you're done. <laughs> yeah. Like, damn, really? You, that's what, you want some accountability. Yeah. So it's like, it's okay to take baggage into relationships with you. I think the way to leave your baggage at the door is realize that, like, you don't have to take all your bad habits into your relationships with you. Yeah. You don't have to take things that you did before and these feelings and these traits, you know, from your past relationships into them with you, right? Like, especially if, like, you're in a healthy relationship. Like, I yeah. find, like, a lot of times women, like, start to, like, self-sabotage a little bit. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, well, he must, like, feel this type of way about me or because yeah. that I'm not seeing this come out yet, so maybe it's because of X. And I'm like, you just played a whole narrative in your head that literally has not even happened yet. And you now you're getting sound upset. like my therapist and I'm getting really triggered because I definitely do all that shit. <laughs> my therapist will be like, I didn't realize that you were a mind reader this whole time. I thought you said your job was a TV host. <laughs> like, you know what, Kelly? God damn it. But you're right. But you're right. But it's true no, because it's the true. person... Just because you had that one experience, like we said before, doesn't mean that this new person deserves that same energy. Mm-mm. And maybe that's no. the energy that you needed to use to survive that last relationship. Right. But that's over. Right. And now you get to take some new tools into, yes. into this new relationship and, right. and use them there. And when someone calls you out for something, take a step back. Mm-hmm. Just You don't have to agree with them right away. You don't have to give in. You don't have to be wrong yeah. yet. You can pout. You can pout, but take a step back and be like, huh, was I overreacting? Or, huh, was that not the best thing to say or do in that moment or that instance? Because you have to, if if you're that introspective, then you'll bring that same introspection and perspective into your next relationship. Like, that's going to stay with you. And if you don't already have a therapist, I highly suggest it. It's the best, especially, like, for me... I think that's why I could relate to you so much watching you on the show because mm-hmm. of your whole dynamic with your mom and like your biological father. Like I have the yeah. same, same thing. my daddy issues be following me in and out of everywhere, girl. Okay. And that's a whole <laughs> other episode for another day. Yeah. But like, you know, when you have, I don't know what kind of, you know, childhood trauma or anything that you might've been through, but when you have a healthy relationship and you have all the baggage that you didn't even, that wasn't even meant for you like baggage that came before you were even born right it it carries throughout your life and like you deserve to be free of that and to have healthy loving relationships with someone that respects you and honors you and checks you when you need to be checked and it's respect it's respect it's back and forth and you're gonna be good but get a therapist get a therapist (laughs) have them have them on speed dial yeah Yeah. that's what they're there for yes that's my therapist Oh, I love my therapist. Through text all the time. Like, Kelly, she went on vacation for three weeks. I was like, what am I supposed to do? I know. <laughs> what You're am like, I going to do? Have you seen that episode of Insecure where Molly's on the beach and she's like calling her therapist yes. and I think it goes to voice? Yes. <laughs> like, you're supposed to be with me all the time. You're my guardian angel. I know. They're Wow. They really are, you know, God's gifts yeah. in heaven for sure. So get you one. Have to. Get you one. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming, Thank Brie. Thank you for I'm having so me. Happy. This was fun. I know. I feel like I could talk to you for like three hours. I, you got to come back. I'll be back. Please. <laughs> Thank you. Thank oh, you. Oh, let everyone know where they can find you. 
Uh, yes, you can find me at Bree Springs on Instagram. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Bye, guys. Thank you so much for listening. You can catch a new episode of Relationship every single Friday. Make sure you hit that follow button so you don't miss any of the action. And I want to hear from you. So please, if you love the show, leave us a review. But by review, you know I only need five stars only. And let us know what you think. Make sure you follow us on socials at Relationship on Instagram and at Relationship Pod on Twitter. And I'll talk to you next week. Bye, bestie.